0: You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us today on this Viva podcast. In this episode, we'll be discussing the balance sheet of a dental practice. Having a working knowledge of how the balance sheet informs a practice owner of strengths and weaknesses of the entity can change the financial habits of a dentist. Our guest is Trent Watrous, a dental-specific CPA from Nashville, Tennessee. Trent continues to work with practices in varying levels of success from startup to fully operational, or actively struggling to overcome prior financial decisions. Trent, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk.
1: Thank you, Philip. It's great to be here.
0: So to begin, can you explain to our listeners what a balance
1: sheet is? Sure. A balance sheet is a financial perspective of the assets that you have in a business and the liabilities and equity that you have in those assets. So, in simple terms, uh, a lot of people will call a balance sheet a statement of financial position, and what that means is, what is your position when it comes to equity versus debt? Either your creditor owns it, or you own it. So, your balance sheet gives you that perspective.
0: With all your experience with dentists, are, are dentists familiar with their balance sheet?
1: You know, they're not, uh, Philip. That's a great question. What I generally see is that dentists tend to be unaware of what their balance sheet says. So when they get their financial statements from their uh, accountant on a monthly or oftentimes just an annual basis, uh, they tend to look at the profit and loss statement, which tells you how much income you've earned, and they skip right past the balance sheet. And the beauty of that is that the balance sheet can also give uh, color and perspective to what the profit and loss says. The two financial statements together complement each other, so you need both to make sure you have the greatest understanding.
0: As far as the balance sheet goes, what does a balance sheet tell a
1: dental practice owner? A balance sheet tells a dental practice owner, first, what is the financial position or condition of an entity, the dental practice, as of a specific point in time? A balance sheet is as of a date. So that's the first thing that you're looking for is what date is the, is the practice owner seeking information about. Very commonly, it's a month end or a year end. It might be a quarter end, but it's a point in time. What that business owner is going to see when they get a balance sheet is first a list of their assets, cash, equipment. Maybe some prepaid assets like they've paid ahead on insurance or, or, or liability insurance or uh, intangible assets such as the goodwill if they bought a practice from another dentist. Those are the assets they're going to see on their fill up. Generally, the next section are your liabilities. And this is one of the benefits that I believe dental practice owners will receive from looking at that is as they understand the assets then their eyes go down to the liabilities such as credit cards what's going on in their credit cards on a monthly basis how about debt at the bank they borrowed that debt to to start a practice or acquire a practice and is that debt going down as it should the last part is going to be their equity that's how much they they own themselves The bank doesn't own it. If you look at the assets, less the liabilities, then what's the equity? The benefit to that dentist of looking at their balance sheet and knowing the assets, the liabilities, and the equity is this question right here. What am I seeing, and is the financial picture improving? That's what they're going to see when they look at the balance sheet.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, my question to you is how many dentists or dental practices are actually paying attention to this balance sheet. In other words, they turn over a lot of the financials to their accountant. And um, of course, they'll be lucky if they find someone like you who actually specializes in the dental profession. But in general, if they're working with a a regular CPA that services a lot of different verticals, does that CPA work with that dentist and say, hey, you know, here's your balance sheet. There's some red flags here, or is it something that is just part of the deal when they do their taxes and everything else?
1: That's a great question. Generally, the balance sheet is a part of that financial package that has to be done for their taxes. So when I meet with clients for the first time or prospects at that time and I get to know them, one of the things I'm kind of fishing for is, hey, Philip, how often do you look at your balance sheet? Many times people say, I've been getting them for years and my CPA's never gone over them. Or I'm excited when I hear someone say, oh, no, we review that every and they give a period of time. In my financial experience with, with dentists, probably only one in five or maybe one in six is aware of what the balance sheet is telling them. And I see that as a concern. If you look at your own personal health, you you generally look at that fairly often. You look in the mirror and go, hey, I need to get out and work out a little bit. I need to get my heart rate up. I need to know, am I doing the things to stay healthy? Am I eating right? That's what that balance sheet's going to tell you. So having a good knowledge of it and looking at it fairly often is the beginning of solid financial management.
0: Right. So using the balance sheet, you could set up goals because it's kind of like you're looking at it over a period of time. You know, one glance of it is at a particular spot in time doesn't really tell you the
1: story, right? That's right. That's right. And and, and Philip, where that comes into play to help a user or a reader of the balance sheet get the maximum benefit from it is to look at several balance sheets together. Let me make up an example. Let's say it's July 31st and you're looking at your balance sheet. You might look at the June 30 and say, hmm, I had all this extra cash on June 30th and now I don't on July 31st. What changed? And then you may compare it to the December 31st for the prior year. And you think, you know, at year end, my cash was down and my liabilities on my credit cards were up. Look how that's improved over time. That's where my cash went. I paid my credit cards down, so that balance is down, and my corresponding cash amount is down. It's not that you always know which numbers changed. It's why they changed, Philip. That's what you want the reader to know is why did cash go down? Because you paid off the credit cards or you had a a line of credit at the bank and you paid it off and you build your cash back up. That's solid financial knowledge. So the business owner, i.e. the dental practice owner, every day is working towards that that liquid and, and solid understanding and ever changing knowledge of where their resources are. The balance sheet will tell them that.
0: So as a dental CPA, what do you focus on when looking at a balance sheet for a client?
1: As a CPA, when I'm looking at a, an actual client or I'm looking at a prospective client, my eyes drift among these categories. The first thing I'm going to look at is what does the cash balance do over time? I'm going to look at what do credit cards do over time. I'm going to look at what equity does over time. Once I have those three items, then my eyes generally will go back and start looking at long-term debt and the kind of debt that's out there. So as I drift through and I pick up somebody's balance sheet to study it or discuss that with them, I'm working on what changes over time and does it make sense. If I see cash staying a minimal amount, maybe $1,000, which is not too uncommon, or negative because it's in the overdraft, I'm looking at the time of year that it is. What's going on that cash is in overdraft? If I see an overdraft, then my eyes will drift down and go, you know what? Cash is in overdraft. Credit cards are rising. Business is in trouble. Or you may see a practice that has a strong top-line amount of cash, minimal credit cards, but debt is not changing. They're paying interest only. What's happening there, it tells me, is assets are slowly being used up and depreciated. The equipment and the owner of the practice is not paying down the corresponding debt. So that's where my eyes generally go to give me that feeling of what's the financial condition of this business. And again, looking at multiple balance sheets over time lets me see very quickly what, how healthy is this business. Mm-hmm. If my client's to buy it or if my client has purchased it and is looking to make it stronger, what decisions need to be made so that it's a healthier business?
0: Really, in dental school, fourth-year dental students don't even get any information on this at all, as far as I know. The curriculums are pretty packed with stuff, and there's just no room. But I do not believe that there's training on this in the last year of dental school, which I believe there should be. Don't you agree?
1: Oh, I do. Um, There definitely does. And even as an accounting major, You understand how the balance sheet works, but when uh, you get out on your own and you begin looking at clients, learning to read a balance sheet is a learned behavior. I look at the skill sets that are present in dentists overall. They're very talented as a profession, very capable of learning. I know that they didn't have this kind of exposure in dental school, but with some practice, they can pick up pretty quickly what does the number tell me that I see on each of these pages? What's going on? And they'll begin to ask questions. So yes, they don't generally get it in dental school, but they can learn it and they'll see the importance of it with a with a bit of practice and focus. They're, they're very capable learners.
0: Now, does every dentist need a balance sheet? And I, I guess I'm really talking about dental practice owners, right? Because obviously the person who's working in a dental practice that has no equity in the practice, the balance sheet isn't
1: relevant to them. Well, first my answer is absolutely yes, but I want to be a little more specific there. If you own a practice, absolutely unconditionally, you need a balance sheet. You need to know what's going on in that practice and what's the financial condition and how it's changing. But let's turn for a minute and talk about that associate doesn't have any ownership in the practice. If I could create a habit for an associate, it would be getting the associate to do a personal balance sheet, meaning you list out your assets at fair market value, what you've got in your bank account, how much are your is your car worth, your retirement accounts, and then go down and list out your liabilities. How much do you owe in credit cards or student debt or home mortgage, car loan? And then what's the equity? The simple habit of knowing what you own, how much you owe on it, and how that's debt being man, that debt is being managed is priceless. It's if you learn to do it personally, then when you own a dental practice later, it's very logical. You understand where you're getting at. So if you ask the question, hey, does every dentist need a balance sheet? Absolutely. You need both one personally and you need one for the practice that you own. Yeah,
0: great answer, Trent. So uh, that was a great podcast. I hope our listeners glean something from that. And I am excited to say that we have three more episodes coming up by Trent. Who, again, uh, if you missed what I mentioned earlier, Trent is a dental-specific CPA, which which is yes. um, there are not that many out there.
1: There's not that many of us out there. This is uh, dentistry is all that I do. So when a client asks, I need help with. Uh, building equity in my practice or buying another practice or how do I compare against my peers, this is what we do every day. So the familiarity with the industry is very helpful in consulting with clients.
0: Yeah. So we're looking forward to your next one on the profit loss statement. What's the best way to contact you if they have questions?
1: You know, the best way would be to go to our website, WSWCPAS.com, and you can find me there, Trent Watcher's, on that website. If you've got questions and want to reach out, be glad to address those.
0: Trent, again, great having you on the show and uh, looking forward to your next one soon.
1: Philip, I appreciate it, and I look forward to being together with you soon.